These opportunities will give me what I need to level up life. Hey, what's up, beautiful souls? Chad and Eric here, and we just want to welcome you back to another week at the Roundtable. We are so grateful to have you, and we have a wonderful episode in store for you. So, stay tuned and enjoy. Hey, what's up, beautiful souls? Chad Hafler here. With my main man, Eric Dixon. Yo. We'd like to welcome you back to another week at the roundtable with us, sharing our light, sharing our life, and uh, being grateful. Yeah. Being grateful for this life, ups and downs, and everything in between, and you guys, especially for tuning in another week and, and listening to us talk for yeah. an hour or so. So, man, thank you guys yeah. for tuning in. Appreciate you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Coming off a good weekend, Eric. Let's, how was your How was your day, brother? Um, my day today was uh, was good, man. Um, I didn't feel the best today. Uh, had a terrible headache uh, most of the day, and then um, on the way home, it was like slamming. Yeah, I was like, man, I don't know if I can do the podcast tonight. But I was like, I got a remedy that I used as a kid. Yeah, and it worked pretty much every time. Um, so I felt that headache like I used to get as a kid. Um, I know if I were to get sick, like physically, uh, yeah. throw something up and then get in the hot shower, uh, for about 10 minutes, just full as hot as it'll go. Yeah. Open hot as up. I can stand, you know? <clears throat> and it is like, I can literally just like feel the headache release. Yeah. It's like, like it starts off a little bit and then it kind of tingles a little bit and then before i know it like and i also rub the back of my neck right here like kind of like where the spine sticks yeah. out a little bit and um i don't know if that helps at all but it seems to help my process and i just sit with my head under the the steam for yeah 10 however long and um get sick do the shower and then that's about when you walked in the door and yeah. uh i feel great so it was uh it was uh, just a uh, I didn't feel the best. And when I don't feel the best at work, it's, it's hard right, to, to like, it's hard to just be, you know, <laughs> who I really am, right. you know, and that's a person that feels good and is excited and, um, you know, and all that stuff. Eager to meet everybody. Eager to, yeah, to right. talk and show people around. So there was a little damper on that today, <clears throat> but definitely kept it together. And, um, and yeah, had a, uh, had a good, had a good day today. I, um, I did. Yesterday, I took a mental health day yesterday. Um, yeah, just felt like I was experiencing too much, just overwhelmed. And um, and I, I took a mental health day. I shut almost everything off. I think I made three decisions all day long. The first one was to call off work. The second one was to uh, eat. And the third one was to take a shower. Yeah. That was it. I had food already. So like I didn't have to think about like how you were getting what it. I was what was gonna be uh, ate eat, eaten eaten <clears throat> yeah there we go um, so it was literally like three decisions yeah and uh, and I, and that felt really good because I felt like I've been on decision overload yeah here lately and just made too many decisions this past weekend yeah got too much stuff done yeah. Had too much on the plate. 
And yep, so took that day yesterday, shut it all off. And that was an interesting little experiment. Because um, like I was telling you, one thing popped out to me. Um, working on myself feeling better yeah. lately. And one of those things that popped out. And you know what's funny? Um, when I called off, you know, my boss was like, and I thought this was odd at first, but it was the perfect advice. She said, um, turn off your phone. Never right. told me that ever before. Right. And it struck me. I was like, huh, okay, I'll do that. So I did. I turned off my phone. And, um, and it was an awesome decision. I went back to sleep for like another four hours, got up, still uh, didn't look at my phone. It's great. I think another two hours went by without looking at it. Um, and then Kayla got ready for work and she left and I was sitting there and I had this urge to check my phone. Like, just check it out. See if there's anything there. And then I had this other thought. I was like, there's not going to be anything there, dude. Like, <laughs> what, what? There's nothing there. Right. Now, like, I know, like, I love people and people love me, but I was like, dude, no one really cares. Like, yes, they do. But like, I know there's no mean. emergencies going on right, right. now. You're fine. <clears throat> Why do I have this urge to check my phone? Yeah. So I did. I checked it. And one thing I saw was that stuck out to me was I saw a person working out. And they were working out pretty hard. Sweating. I could tell this person. They were huge. It was a guy. Shirt off. You know, muscles. I'm like, well, he's obviously working out hard. Man, that sounds nice. I hadn't had that thought all day long until I opened up my phone and saw somebody doing it. Yeah. I'm like, that's interesting. Because I thought I had control of that. I thought I had control of the, the situations I was seeing online. But clearly I don't. Right. Because if that one ad, it wasn't even an ad, it was a, like a post. Right. Somebody actually, you know, <clears throat> influencing. Got me to think that. What else is happening? Yeah. You made a good point. You know, like when you get overwhelmed, then everything seems to be completely overwhelming um just like that little thing did to me but i'm like whoa i did i thought i had a way better handle on that than what i really do yeah and instantly i put it down i was like mm -mm, no we're supposed to be not making decisions today right we're supposed to be just chilling just <clears throat> hanging out and look at what just happened and i thought that was interesting yeah and i really didn't look at it for really the rest of the day i think i had texted you yeah um but it wasn't a priority. There we go. Right. It wasn't a priority. It wasn't on the list of like things in my hand and doing. Um, I watched a really cool show, which I told you about. Yeah. Um, Baking Impossible. If you're looking for a cool show, check that one out. Um, they bake things and then they have to do a test with those things. So an example is like they had to build a car using cake and different things. There's a baker and an engineer on the team. They call it baconeering. <laughs> the, the things That's that they made were incredible yeah. just check it out it's a cool show you'll you'll like it so it's fun but i watched that all day long and it was awesome yeah more awesome than a remote control 747 <laughs> which was my previous coolest thing ever yeah. <laughs> if you have a coolest thing i'd like to know what yours is too yeah please share with us <laughs> yeah so um so yeah, it, was, it was good man completely shut off um I didn't make a single decision. I didn't do a single chore around the house. Um, yep. 
Nice, dude. Felt extremely good. Sounds extremely good. <laughs> Sometimes we need we need I, those days, man. Yeah, you know, and I told a person about it, and they were like, "Oh my god, I need one of those days." Yeah. I said, "I will. I encourage you to take one." Yeah. If you, if you're saying you need it, yeah, it's time to pull that trigger. I, I encourage do it. <clears throat> yeah. You know, but some people like they heard the idea. And I was like, "Man, that sounds nice." Yeah. You could do that too. Yeah. Matter of fact, just like me, you probably should. Everybody, yeah. yeah, you know, I mean, I don't know. I mean, from from Monday to Sunday, really, it's like I'm always doing something. Yeah, whether it's the podcasts, work, both podcasts, both podcasts, both jobs, you know, husband, friend, all that shit too. Light, light, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, so even decisions like. Cleaning out the cat box yesterday. Mm-mm. Nope. It'll be there tomorrow. It'll be there tomorrow. That's right. And it'll be fine. Right. Good for you, man. Yeah. Good for you. And I had a lot of support. <clears throat> That's yeah. beautiful. Kayla was like, don't do anything. I don't want to come back here and see things done. Yeah. Sit down. Watch yeah. this show. Just chill. Yeah. You never do that. Yeah. Like, I know. He's like, just stop. <laughs> Have you ever stopped? Did yesterday. Did yesterday. <laughs> well, I stopped the shit out of it too. Yeah. Well, that was pretty cool. That's beautiful, man. So uh, one thing you said, and, and this is just my perspective. Um, what if that urge was the universe telling you like, hey, bro, you'll feel better if you go sweat? Huh. I don't know. I mean, only you know that answer. but Could be. You know. It's like you had that overwhelming urge. A lot of times we don't have control. So the universe is like, hey, bro, let me help you out. Mm-hmm. And then you open your phone and a song comes on or a, a commercial or an influencer is like, oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't know. Just a different different perspective. Fully agree. Yeah. And isn't it interesting how the thought went the other way? How I've yeah. never thought about that stuff before. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's like, what the Peel- fuck? What, what's going on? <laughs> Peeling the layer back, brother. But, yeah. Yeah. I mean, shedding. I can't remember where I saw it. Someone showed me an account the other day on Instagram. And uh, the, like the main picture was like, I don't know, like shedding this person now in order for something gigantic to blossom. Yeah. And, you know, you kind of see that all the time. Like it's kind of a lot of those frameworks for those types of things. Right. But this was just like at that time, like, and there was way more to that story than just that. Right. But I was like, whoa, mind blown. Like, right. Yeah, there's going to be a, could be a turbulent wave, but we know how to ride. Yep. Hold on. That's right. You know, and a lot of times, and you and I talked about this before, but a lot of times what we experience in life is manic, is darkest before dawn, right? Mm. So it's like, holy shit, you feel like you're getting overwhelmed. Hang in there because more than likely you're getting ready to level up. Yeah. You know, and we kind of talked about this before, but like the last time you were about to get married, you know, and and then you had a huge level up and it was all gone. It's like sunshine and fucking rainbows again. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, And then, you know, like we were talking about before and after the event, it's like, nothing changed right right because you know whatever happened when when we released it or when i released it was like the situation was still the same this was still marriage was still on the plate yeah but i was ready to eat yeah you know 
Yeah. Your plate got bigger. Boom. You didn't take anything off your plate. You just created a bigger plate. Yeah. Man. By going and getting in nature and like just being one with unplugging. Dude, just being one with earth. Yeah, man. Being fully connected to earth. Yeah. And fully outside of myself. Yeah. Dude, that's the best way to explain it. Right. Not even attached to myself at all. Right. Completely gone. Yeah. You know? Out of social media's reach and oh, out yeah. of TV's reach and anyone's direction, <laughs> opinion, anything. Right. I mean, because at this point, it's all just noise. Yeah. I'm the lottery ball. That's right. And you know what I'm saying? Yeah, slow it down. Yeah. That's right. You know, a lot of times we, we bog ourselves down with that external information. And, and I'm not necessarily speaking to you, but like in general terms, uh, and I think you've stated it beautifully, you know, sometimes it's necessary to like, okay, I've absorbed a lot. Now it's time for me to start fucking shedding. Yeah. That's a perfect way to put it, man. Mm -hmm. So um, unplugging and letting go. Yeah. This morning was the first time in, I don't know, since ever that I didn't take my phone to the bathroom with me. Yeah. Shedding. Yeah. I'm like, man, what? I don't need any more information. Right. I don't need it. Trying anymore. to get rid of some. <laughs> I don't need any more. Right. <clears throat> Every time I've had this conscious thought of like, Man, wonder what's out there. It's been nothing. Right. It's been horse shit, really. Right. You know, it's like, well, we all know what's been going on in the news lately, but, you know, right. it's really all it is. Right. It's just news converted to that. Right. To a social media platform. F, yeah. dude. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, man. It's, um, it can be it can be heavy and I think most of us are kind of addicted to that like wake up and see what you missed for the last 10 Bro. hours you didn't look at your phone you know you know and that can be overwhelming cuz you're not starting we're not I say you we because myself included we're not starting our day off on our terms man you know <sighs> and it's um and yeah I'm and I'm going to keep it in practice and it's not I just can't handle it. That's that's all, that's all I can say. Right. I just can't handle it right now. Yeah. Good for you, man. That's great awareness. And that's that's everything we talk about. So to embody it and actually put that into practice is beautiful. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why you're such a beautiful light and why you're such a great leader for not only yourself and your wife, but for anybody that listens to this and anybody that watches your videos of you running and, and shining and being authentic and crying and everything that you do, man. Everything that you do, man. I'm, I'm super proud to call you my best friend. Thank you, dude. You're welcome, brother. I love you, man. I love you too, brother. And I'm proud of your constant authenticity because just like we talked about on the last episode, the shadow work is just as much us as the light. Mm -hmm. It's just as much. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and to that point, when you start to talk about things like shadow work and stuff, your status, your shadows start to appear. It's like, Oh fuck, mm -hmm. maybe I shouldn't have talked about that because you start to call that into your reality. But mm -hmm. if you're calling it into your reality, a lot of people say, you know, I'm not ready. I'm not ready for that. Mm. It's like bullshit. It wouldn't be fucking coming up if you weren't ready. So mm -hmm. saddle up, baby. It's mm -hmm. time to ride. Mm -hmm. You got to ride some waves. Mm -hmm. You know, <laughs> storm's going to get a little turbulent, mm -hmm. but you've survived every fucking storm that you've been through to this day. Every one of them, every fucking one of them. Track so, record is a hundred percent. That's right, man. That's right. hundred percent. Amen. On your worst day. Yep. You survived. Absolutely. Man. And the sun came up the next day mm -hmm. or maybe it didn't, but <laughs> it came up and you may not have seen it behind the clouds, but <laughs> it was, uh, <coughs> dude. Oh my God. All right. Ah. The other day 
I'm driving to work, yeah. and uh, it's cloudy. <laughs> Man, it's cloudy, and there's a gap just in the clouds. It was just perfect enough. And I'm just going to be honest here. I was like, that makes sense. The sun never stops. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. <clears throat> it's not that I didn't know the sun wasn't there. It just never, it never met up in my mind. Right. Until that moment the other day. Mm -hmm. I've made it 37 years, literally, without like piecing those two things together. Mm -hmm. And now I finally understand what Kevin Hart said on Joe Rogan's podcast when he's like, the sun doesn't stop. Yeah. So may seem obvious to some, most probably, but the sun does not, not come up because it's a cloudy day. Right. It's still there. Yep. Mm. <laughs> yep. I had that realization the other day. That's beautiful, man. Man, Thank uh, you for sure. Wow. <laughs> so it helped me out. Yeah. Like, you know, you're still the sun. Right. Even on cloudy days, you're still the sun. You got a job to do. Get up, get going, get out there, go through the motions. And when the clouds go like they're supposed to, and they will, mm -hmm. sun is shining. Yep. You're ready. Amen, brother. Yeah. Amen. So, somebody came up to me today and talked to me about shadow work. Really? Mm -hmm. Dude, that was a powerful episode. It was, it was really good, man. Ooh, yeah. It was really good. I um, I was very happy with the way it came, uh, uh, came together. Yeah. Because sometimes, like I told this person, it can be hard to make that stuff tangible. You right. know, like something to you can actually it. hold. Right. Because it's different for you and I. It's right. different for Marcus. It's right. different for this person that was talking to me about it, you know? Yeah. So that was the first thing I mentioned. So he's like, you know, what is it? Like, where do, you know, so I try to give an example. I'm like, well, it's different because it's not something you can hold. Mine's different than yours. And everybody's looks the dif different, but it's pretty much the same thing. Yeah. And we, and then, so I gave him an <clears throat> example of some shadow work that I've done. And then he came back at me with, oh, well then that's kind of like this for me. And I'm like, yeah, there it is. Yeah, exactly. That's what it is. Yeah, getting to the root of that mm -hmm. just takes a little bit of talking, you know, to to try to tease some of those things out. Yeah, because it's it's hard to even say those things sometimes. As far as our shadows, like to, yeah. talk about our shadows. Yeah, yeah, yeah talk yeah. about the yeah, shadows. Right. Yeah, because it's well, there's something about it where you're like, well, fear of judgment. Yeah, I fear think. of judgment. Fear of like, I should be able to control that. Right. I'm weak. Yeah, because I can't. Right. I don't want to tell anybody else that. Right. No. It's Not there. weak, you're human. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a great point, man. Mm -hmm. You're human. Yeah. Dude, we are complicated people. <laughs> yeah. We're a complicated species, yeah. man. And we make it worse. <laughs> and we make it 10 times worse. Yeah. But it's amazing we keep it together for however many, you know, 24 hours a day. Yeah. I don't, but, you know, for the most part. I know what you mean. Yeah. The you're most you're part. still here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the most part, you know, we keep it together. We don't go off on people, you know. And I mean, it's amazing that we all kind of just co intermingle and get get together, get along, and you know, let this place run. I think that's kind of crazy. Yeah, it's just kind of become normal now. But right, I don't. It's know. wild. Eight billion of us. Yeah, <laughs> it's a lot of people. Not always getting along, as you can tell by the news. <laughs> right. Yeah, not always. <clears throat> yeah. So it's amazing that with even especially with a lot of controversy that's happening lately that 
there probably aren't more casualties, you know, right? which is, I feel like the trigger that people have that's so short now. Yeah. So, so many inputs coming in, so many yeah. decisions that have to be made. Yeah. So much stuff going on. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, so many inputs coming in and we're not even clear what our input is. I don't, yeah. You know, it's like, we, I know we've talked about it at great length, like sitting with yourself mm-hmm. and like getting clear on what your input for yourself is, because I know you talked about it. And, um, so often we take all this external information and try to fit it in a round hole when all the pieces we're bringing in are square. Mm-hmm. And it's like, fuck, this doesn't fit. This yeah. doesn't feel good. Mm-hmm. But this person said that. And a lot of people are doing this. And, yeah. you know, it's like, well, fuck, mm-hmm. what's my input for myself? Let mm-hmm. me find, let me find my circle peg within myself mm-hmm. so I can just be whole, mm-hmm. you know, and discard all that bullshit. Because what I've learned in, on, on my path is, and, and, you know, this used to not serve me well when I was growing up and I was an egotistical driven guy. Um, but I've always assigned my own energies to shit Mm. and it got me in a lot of trouble in my day. Like, okay. What I mean by that is like, if something is good or bad, like, Oh, you shouldn't do that. That's bad. Like, no, fuck you. I I make those decisions, whether Mm -hmm. it's good or bad for me. And and now that I've found a more centered place, I can lead from my heart and Mm. be like, okay, this is good or bad or, or not even, I try not to label anything. Yeah. You know, and just say, okay, this is what it is. What's it trying to show me? Mm-hmm. What is this trying to teach me? Mm-hmm. Is this showing me my own judgments? You know, it, am I judging other people, which is really a reflection of my judgments of myself mm-hmm. and projecting that onto somebody else or fear or whatever heavy emotion that we experience within ourselves? It's really a projection of something we need to go through. Definitely. You know, and, and it doesn't have to be bad. It's not bad when you're sad. I, that, that's a great. Dude, you're just fucking great, sad. You're just sad. Well, yeah, exactly. And what we do is we we compound that sadness with shame. Yeah. And then we add another one of guilt. Here's a good one. It, you shouldn't be sad. Yeah. You got a lot to be grateful for. Right. You shouldn't on, on I yourself. Know. <laughs> I know that. I know you do. I, we I'm lose sight of it. Like, yeah, we lose sight of it. It's yeah. like, I know that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it's tough, man. It's tough. Life can get overwhelming. It, it can yeah. and it, and subliminal little things that we tell each other kind of same but different subject but i was telling that same person talking about shadow work about mm-hmm. um jason wilson and the things that he kind of says like one of the things that he says um a sub- subliminal message that you and i may tell each other sometimes um like keep your head up mm-hmm. as if keeping your head down is bad right yeah if you're on the grind it's good you, you, you know don't what I'm get saying? distracted like, yeah, so and that's all interpretation too. For sure. But for me to be like, hey man, keep your head up. It's like I'm trying to set an expectation for you, like of just keeping your head up. Right. Which isn't you or right. anybody for that right. matter. It's like, bro, you're gonna be sad. Right. You know, it's gonna happen. You should be. It's fine. It's a feeling. Yeah. It's an emotion. It's just is. Yeah. But yeah, we've done things like it's bad bad to cry talk to the same person about crying my yeah. man i love to cry yeah i it's a release for me like it's like um yeah it's like a, a release yeah i mean if i've got something on my chest man i cry about it it's like i release and then i'm good mm-hmm. um but it's not a uh, it's not a bad thing right. for me it's a great thing yeah it i know when i cry it it tells me 
something about myself. Um, tells me that I'm really in tune and emotional. That's for sure. But it really tells me that I deeply care about something. Right. Um, and I deeply care a lot about a lot of things. Right. And when I get that cry out, it's just a reset. So yeah, I, I mean, it's part of the thing. It's not a bad thing. I mean, yes, anything in excess is probably not a good thing. Right. You know, <clears throat> so there's balance. Like it's just, I just can't be crying all the time like that. Then I wouldn't be productive, you know? Right. But one of the best things my dad ever taught me was like, there's a time and a place for everything. Yeah. And there's definitely a time in my day for crying to get it out. Mm-hmm. If, if I need to. Right. You know, I'm not saying like, that's like part of my everyday routine, but like if I need to cry, it's going down. Yeah. I'm going to the bathroom. I don't care. Taking five. I'm going. Yeah. And that's just part of my process. It's not a bad <laughs> thing for me yeah it just is yeah just is it's a healthy part of the process man yeah. you gotta let that shit go yep who gotta let it go yeah it's like <clears throat> laughing i mean yeah if for you sure. thought something was funny and then like you just didn't laugh how crazy would that be yeah well we do it like yeah. oh i shouldn't laugh at that oh uh, true you know true. i shouldn't laugh at that it's like yeah. why the fuck not if you think it's funny laugh yeah I mean, you might be a sick fucker for laughing at it. But. Yeah, but if it makes you laugh, it makes you laugh. <laughs> right, you, you know? might have a twisted sense of humor. That's why comedians are funny, man. They take they take that edge. Yeah, that, they take the taboo and make it funny and as shit. And make it funny. Yeah. And walk that line. And that's why they're so funny. Because, <clears throat> you know, I, I think, this is just my opinion, is that generally I think that people think the same way that comedians do. Amen. It's just that comedians don't have don't have the fear to say don't it. Don't have yeah, don't have the fear to say it, or they get or the the laughter outweighs the fear. Right. Maybe. They've gotten so good to where they know that they can maestro the crowd yeah. to overcome that fear. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I, I feel that way totally. You know, I think what it's doing is transmuting negative energy into positive energy. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and the more we talk and discuss our shadows or taboos of society, and and so and it's all done in taste. You know, I mean, so, most of the time, sure. Um, but the more we talk about that and shine that light, it eradicates that taboo. Mm-hmm. And people that are living that taboo or embody that taboo as who they are mm-hmm. feel less guilt less shame yeah. less you know xyz of whatever it is so yeah. it's like the more we shine our light on our shadows the more our shadows dissipate and we become whole mm. you know it's not that we're getting rid of those things mm. we're just integrating them into our reality and, mm. and accepting it Beautiful. because we, we we all have shit that we're not necessarily proud of mm-hmm. but it's like you know it's just that's who I am, and I'm constantly working to get better. And mm-hmm. you know, not not even constantly. Some days I am unconscious and make mistakes and do that. And the next day I'm like, "Hey, man, you probably shouldn't have done that." What's the lesson? Give yourself grace. I'm sorry if sorry needs to be said. Yeah. You know, whatever it is, yeah. whatever the situation may be. But you know, it's. I think this t- this conversation right now ties beautifully into last week. Is just accepting mm-hmm. who you are. It's like, um, so you you notice a lot of people were like, Oh, that's not really me. That's not really me. It's like, well, it, it was you, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. It, it It is a part of you, mm-hmm. you know? And I think that's part of the shadow work is accepting that because it is, it is you. Yeah. You know, and that's okay. Yeah. It's okay to be sad. It's okay to be angry for me. Anger. Mm-hmm. I, a lot of my, when I feel started to feel depressed or um, feel some type of way about life, 
irritability and anger is mine. Yeah. You know, it's not necessarily sadness just just because I programmed myself that way for so long. Hey, man, it makes total sense to me. You know, and, yeah. It. And a, a lot like of mine, sadness, depression, you know, I get it. Right. And, and that's what I change. That's just the easiest route that I've created for myself. Now I've, I, I, I understand like, okay, you're feeling irritable. You need to separate yourself. Yeah. Go get that cry out. Yeah. Um, go get on the treadmill and, yeah. and burn that energy that way or, yeah. or whatever it may be. Yeah. That's been a big one for me. Yeah. Yep. Or, it is, it's running. <clears throat> or just sit my ass down. Uh-huh. With no phone and be like, okay, bro, you're feeling irritable. Why? Mm -hmm. Why are you feeling this way? What is making, what's triggering you to feel this way? Yeah. You know, so, you know, as, as we've come along in our past, I know you talk about sadness, but you, you did the same thing yesterday. You sat out and it's like, okay. Yeah. I've got a lot coming in. Time for me to shut down and and, shut it out. Right. Right. You know, and I think. Everybody's different. Everybody has channeled that depressive, sad state in different forms. You know, I think, I think a lot of there's that a lot word. I think uh, in an ego-driven, like overly masculine society, uh, anger is an easy emotion for men. You yeah, know, that's why men still grown men still fight. It's like what the f- what you know? It's like bro, you're 35 years old. If you're talking about fighting somebody. <laughs> Like you guys, you got some work to do, dude. <laughs> I, I don't, I mean, I, I mean, I know what I would do in a situation if it came to me and, and, and it had to happen, but like, I'm not trying to fight anybody these days. Right. Like, no one. <clears throat> I experienced that uh, this past weekend. Did you? Yeah. Not me, myself. Oh. I witnessed it just because of the setting we were in. Um, but yeah, just grown men showing their ass. It's like, dude, what the fuck is wrong with you? Let me let me take. Well, I know the situation, <clears throat> and I don't know that. But I I was just gonna say, you know, the was alcohol involved? Of course, yeah. yeah so of course, you know, yeah. So, uh, speaking of this past weekend, got to go experience one of our get our former guests, Big John Walton. Yep, uh, got married this weekend. If you haven't, please tell that story. But if you haven't listened to those episodes, go back listen to the john walton episode yeah i think there's two has he been on twice just once i think just once yeah once i know i know he'll be on many times yeah just because he's a dear brother of ours but but to understand his marriage today listen to that one. Oh man because what a powerful fucking story because of that defines this weekend yeah like literally was on his way yeah. to florida to change his life with someone he wasn't too sure about and a haven't we all kind of felt that way yeah you know what i'm saying like i'm divorced so it's over so so (laughs) it's like you know we all come to these big decisions or life-changing moments yeah and for him it was to call off something that had been planned for a long time you know (laughs) uh literally moved states and then called it all off on his drive down. On the drive down. And still lived with her for a couple yeah. months. <laughs> I told the story the other day. I was like, and they were like, they lived together? Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 I mean, they were committed to, to their committed. place. Committed. And, um, but it just, it, it's awesome because sometimes you hear stories of people that didn't make that decision. Yeah. And went on with their life with something that they just weren't that happy about 
or kind of settled maybe settled know? is a good word settled and um and john didn't make that decision he said no i'm yeah. i'm going the other way i got this lot what's one life yeah and through wise <clears throat> words from yourself and other people made a decision yeah, and dude, how beautiful, and then m- met the love of his life and is now married to her yeah and they have a beautiful life yeah he looks amazing dude he looks incredible dude i mean <laughs> he's in his element down there man yeah i mean i've never seen a person more in their element <clears throat> right. i mean you could just he just like burp. like every picture i saw was just like there's john yeah. fits right in like oh yeah man i don't know um <laughs> so it's just a, it's wonderful to see um because i know that wasn't an easy move for john and um and it's really really paid off and i yeah. i called him last week and you know when he sent out a text message like hey you guys coming and i'm like man no but i called him the next day i'm like man i just want you to know like how much your story has meant to me like you know you I, just the story i told i said the same thing i was like dude that's that's awesome man like you really made an impact on my life and um and then the story about his dad yeah. you know that he told on the podcast mm-hmm. was incredible um i'm just like man dude i i look up to you in a lot of different ways so you know i was like congratulations man like you deserve it all and um he does so yeah. i'm sure it was amazing your yeah. story your story dude yeah no it it was definitely incredible um so Brittany and i went down to saint pete is where they live now and mm. dude that area is so beautiful mm. such a beautiful area and john's got hair down past Long. his shoulders now yeah. like just total surfer dude yeah. and um man yeah i'm so happy for him but that was a huge lesson for myself as well um just like kind of confirmation of using my voice yeah. because i you you said something about the conversation i had with him it was mm-hmm. real that's really like a it was a tough undertaking for me to share my perspective on something I very I knew very little about, but my intuition's like, oh man, like Didn't I don't feel know. Good. Uh, yeah. Mm. So the day before John left, him and I had lunch, and I'm like, hey, tell me to shut the fuck up if I'm wrong, but like, I I don't see happiness in you when when I see you two together. And mm-hmm. he had been he had had some conversations just like that with some of his family members, and it was just kind of like the icing on the cake. Yep. Uh, and then he called it off the next day, and he he called me. He was like, "Dude, I just called everything off." And I'm, <sighs> I'm like, are, so are you still moving? Like, I didn't want him to move because he's my good friend. He's like, are you still moving? He's like, yeah, I'm still moving. I'm on my way down there now. And I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> How did that go? He's like, you know, it, I mean, it went as good yeah. as it could be expected. I mean, it went good enough for them to move in together oh, still yeah. and live together for a few months. But, um, yeah, dude, what, what a crazy – I think you said it perfectly. A lot of people would have settled because – it was so concrete what they had already had set mm-hmm. up. You mm-hmm. know, they had paid for a lot of the wedding. And mm-hmm. I mean, he was not only moving down there to relocate, but he was moving down there to get married mm-hmm. to this woman mm-hmm. and uh, called it off. And now, like you said, him and Jess are just, dude, they're such a beautiful couple and, and a power couple of just power happiness, couple. man. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really beautiful, really beautiful. And we had an absolutely magical time, dude. Looked like it. Yeah, dude. It was a, little rough <laughs> probably drank 12 hours a day all, all four or five days we were down there but dude Lots just of a, reasons to celebrate yeah dude and, and not that drinking is 
the only way to celebrate, but dude, when in Rome, you know, we were out on the beach, we got a couple beach days in, just walked around St. Pete, yeah. and, you know, kind of bar hopped and yeah. And it was a big group of friends too. Dude, there was like a lot. Yeah. There were 14 groomsmen. Yeah. So if that says anything wow. about how big the, that's the a wedding, big, that's a big wedding. Yeah. It was, it was huge. You know, it, it made up probably half of the actual wedding, just wow. how many people were involved, but Dude, it was awesome. Yeah. And they got married outdoors right right along the beach. It's supposed to rain every day. We were down there. Rained for like two hours, of, of course. That right? Florida rain. Right. <clears throat> Peekaboo. Pop up. Yeah, yeah, pop up and gone. Yeah, so it, it was nice, man. It was like 75 to 80 every day. Not too hot. A little bit of Florida humidity, but wasn't too bad, man. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Because, yeah, usually you don't catch that. Usually there's a lot of Florida humidity. Yeah. I, I was the places for I that. stayed, yeah. Yeah, I think still being kind of early in the spring, we we got to dodge a little bit. I'm sure that's probably why they planned it that way True. too. You know, True. Uh, yeah, dude. Imagine having a uh, like mid June or August. Oh, no. oh god, dude. We are in full suits, too. Yeah. vest and all, dude. That would have been. Oh, that would have been, been miserable. Rough. Yeah, but it was short and sweet. Yeah, it was short and sweet ceremony. Uh, they had a party bus to take us from one of the hotels that we had cocktails at before, and then. Went over to the ceremony and then to the um, reception. And, nice. Dude, it was beautiful. Nice. It was absolutely beautiful, man. And <laughs> discovered a new game that I don't know Uh-oh. why is not up here yet. And, and I'm going to go buy 12 trash cans. But it's like beer pong, but with bat, like volleyballs and trash cans. So it's like a life-size beer pong. Sick. It's like shooting into the trash can. Yeah. And almost every big hopping bar had that huh. at the place. It was cool, man. Shooting the ball into the trash can. Yeah, and then you just pull the trash can if you make it. Just like beer pong rules, if anybody's just, out there familiar with this. Just pong. adult size. Yeah, exactly. Interesting. Yeah, it was almost at every bar. Wow. Yeah. And it's not caught on. I, I well, I don't go to bars, bars around here. Yeah, shit. So. <laughs> maybe it is up here. Okay, maybe I should uh, <laughs> watch that like, every bar here. <laughs> Probably. Well, that goes to show how much I don't go to bars now. But, Amen. Um, when in Rome, you know, we had a great time. We had an absolutely magical time. The wife and I got along the whole time. Oh. Not one argument. That's that's good for us because in the past oh, yeah. when alcohol has got involved, we've not always had the most pleasant nights. Yeah. You know, nothing crazy, but arguments over stupid shit. I, I think a lot of couples can relate that drink together. Alcohol does some wild shit, man. It does. It can literally set you off yeah at anything usually stupid shit usually in my past it's been stupid shit the next day i'm like why was i what have you been doing but <laughs> it's good man i met two guys from <laughs> right not processing shit that's why it came out when i was drinking um but you met two guys two, two guys from batavia oh really yeah dude of we course were, so yeah right we got <laughs> we went to this one dance club and or it wasn't a dance club, but it had a bar with a dance floor on it. And did I, I, I love dancing, yeah. you know, and dancing, meeting, meeting all kinds of people. And uh, two of the first guys I met at this bar, I'm like, hey, what's up, guys? You know, introduce myself. And like, where are you from? It's like Ohio. Where are you guys from? No shit, we're from Ohio too. Where at Milford? Like we're from Batavia. And we're like the moment was like. Yeah. Here we are, 800 miles away from our homes, and Insane. we live 15 minutes from each other. Um, man, it, that's cool. You know, it it's, is cool. It's like it's a small world. It is. Uh, even though there's eight billion of us, it's pretty cool, man. It's crazy how we just go to the same places. 
Right. Yeah. Yeah, man. We ran into somebody when we were out in Colorado. Yeah. Uh, I think they were from Loveland. Yeah. Yeah. The last three trips that I've interacted with people that I wasn't with like baseball, I stayed with the baseball guys. I didn't really mm-hmm. meet anybody else. Um, but the time before that, when Brittany and I went to the bungalows, we met a couple that lived literally five minutes from us, mm-hmm. and there was 14 couples at this resort. And then this time we meet two guys from Batavia that are right there. Man. Amazing. It was, it was cool, man. It was it was a really good time. It was a really, really good time. So makes me think about how just how much land there is yeah. in the world. Cause there's a lot. Yeah, I've heard. I don't, this is interest, interesting to sit statistic, but I've heard that there's enough room in Texas for everybody in, in the, the world. world. Yeah, man. To live square footage, like two square feet per person. Is it the world or United States? The world. Is it? Yeah. Um, that's crazy. Yeah. And in Texas, they have uh, more tigers. Um, that was awesome. That sounded good. That felt good. Yeah, that sounded like a big release. Um, more tigers in Texas than in wild, like than no in the shit. wild. Yeah. Like in the Texas zoos or what? no, like you right. can have a tiger in Texas, bro. Oh, like pet. Yes. <laughs> Crazy assholes. Yeah. <laughs> like the, that is wild. Mm-hmm. It's kind of sad too. It's yeah. Like it's you're taking sad. about her element. Yeah. Wonder who gets mm, interesting question. Wonder who treats the animal better. The bigger place with like the bigger cage or the smaller like that mom and pop. More intimate, loving environment. But, I mean, a, a fucking tiger is supposed to be tiger's hunting supposed to be fucking out. animals and you know? killing shit. Yeah. It's a primal instinct. Dude, just hunting, killing. Yeah. Roaming. Chilling. Chilling. Stopping. Dude, they do a lot of stuff. <laughs> they sleep a lot Yeah, from what I've seen. Yeah. I don't know any lion, tigers personally. Right. But, <laughs> you know, from what I've seen on uh, Animal, <clears throat> yeah. uh, which is a great series on Netflix. Rob Snyder? Oh, that's a movie. Mm-hmm. Never mind. Yeah. Um, I don't know what movie that is, but that's a good it's movie. It's called Animal. Is it? Yeah, with Rob Snyder. Huh. It's fucking goofy, but Never. Rob Snyder's got some goofy, funny ones. He does. Um, he was always pretty funny. Yeah. I feel like him and Adam Sandler have some good, some yeah. good funny, like uh, quirky kind of stuff. Right. Um, no, it's a series on Netflix called Animal, and they do like different animals across the world. Dude, and some of the stuff that they have now is amazing. I mean, yeah. just just cameras in places where you'd never be able to go. Right. You know, <laughs> and see things like, I don't know, we watched one on like bears or something the other day. Kayla and I did just talks about like their migration circle and just some of the stuff that they do. And it's, it's wild it to is. learn about, man. Like they walk forever. Yeah. Days and weeks at a time. To get to like one spot. Yeah, get the water. And then that's it. You know? Yeah. And then they come back. <laughs> and, like, that's that, and that's like their whole life. Right. Treks. Like that's treks wild. to places. Right. Sadhguru said treks on the Rogan podcast. Like he likes to go on treks. Like, yeah. I'm like. I've never, I haven't heard that in a long time, right. like trekking around. Yeah. Such an, like an ancient term. <laughs> it feels that way. It, do, it does. It yeah. makes me think of Star Trek. It does. Uh, yeah, I don't know, <laughs> but yeah, walking around where that was going. That was a good episode. Sadhguru. 
Yeah. He's um he's got a beautiful energy about him. Obviously, he's a, that's not Sad Guru is his name, but he is a guru as well. Mm. Or some would some would consider a guru like an enlightened being. He knows a lot about a lot. Oh my god. He's got really um his his ability to make everyday situations tie into like spirituality and, and enlightenment is like paints in that picture. We, we kind of touched on it earlier and like making it tangible for people to grab onto. Like mm-hmm. a lot of times you, you hear people talking about enlightenment or spirituality and it's like, I don't know what the fuck they're talking mm-hmm. about, but the, to me, a, a, a true enlightened being can meet people where they're at, mm-hmm. you know, and, and recognize that, okay, maybe I can't use this terminology of shadow work mm-hmm. with people, you know, and mm-hmm. I, and that is for me a telltale sign of if somebody's just regurgitating shit mm. or actually understands the knowledge that they've absorbed because mm. for me and and this is i don't know how this got to this point but like you see a lot of that in spirituality groups and i follow a lot of them on facebook and stuff and it became like spirituality enlightenment became trendy at least in in my reality i see see a lot of people just like regurgitating information and then you have a conversation with them it's like this person doesn't understand this at all mm-hmm. like they're not even using these terms like in, in the right in sense the appropriate yeah right. manner it's, it's like just trying to plug it into a sentence yeah man yeah. it's trying to plug it in it's like uh, okay well it's nice talking to you <laughs> so i don't know that's my own judgments hey, that's <laughs> hey, that's that's a good point because um because sometimes it is hard to meet people at those terms yeah you know a lot of times man uh-huh. it's but you know and then you make a relative out of it you make sense of it or you allow something to be tangible and then a light bulb goes off you're right like, that's what it is like it's the same thing right you know? yeah totally get what you're saying though because it's um sometimes it's hard to reach people with with terms like that because of maybe some of the things that go on like online where people that say that kind of stuff right. and they really don't understand it. don't understand it or i don't or like i don't know if this is the right way to put it but like not like impress somebody you know with right. like their skills or something you right. know instead of like truly just asking them what's going on like, right you know yeah trying to be a guru themselves trying to, yeah trying to fancy it up like right. add words and shit like right. just keep it simple right you know yeah um and then people shy away from stuff like that like well you just ruined that right great yeah that's exactly that that's exactly it that's why it's so important to if you're truly trying to help or hold space it's like just get the fuck out of the way yeah <laughs> just this, get, the space is being held by something much greater than you, you yeah know, don't, you don't have to impress anybody yeah don't don't make the user even more confused than what they were when they came to see you right like yeah. they're asking for help right yeah meet them in the middle right yeah and you saw it a couple times in that conversation um i did at least with rogan and Sadhguru because it wasn't those two aren't the same person right and two different people and um, it was an interesting conversation. Much different backgrounds. One comes Much from a violent different. fighting MMA type right. background, and one's yeah. yeah. And yeah. one is literally like, just meditating for days on end. Yeah. And um, man, he told some very interesting stories. But one was about um, they set up a person in in this 
place where he Sadhguru knows and uh, other you know yogis know about where information is stored because he's saying that like all these you know yogi masters and people like that I don't know the exact term but they take their information and they store it like the Akashic records I don't know what that is but he's saying like they store it in like rocks or you know big open deserts or you know something like that like they yeah. literally tra transfer the energy to something <clears throat> else yeah and you know so Sadhguru would go to these places and you know meditate for, for days you know on end and pull that information mm -hmm. is what he said yeah. I mean and with what he does I believe that and um, and that's where the information is is in hidden places yeah but the thing that he did was in one of these places um, to show people this tangible evidence, um, he sat, like laid a person down. This is on YouTube, so you can go check this out. Um, but like laid this person down and through the power of like, he said he got this energy and basically like put it into this person as like a, like a conduit, you know? Yeah. Um, and there was a bowl of water. I think it was like, uh, I don't know, maybe a foot away from this person's head that was laying on the ground. Um, was not hot in any sort of way at all. But through capturing this entity and putting it into this person and then watching what happened, the water next to this person's head started boiling. Boiling, yeah. <clears throat> and he was, and then, so adult, he didn't make it go on for long because he really didn't want to do it, he said. Right. But like, there was people there, you know, so like right. he showed them and then got it out and left it. Yeah. Because that could have really messed that person up, I guess. Yeah. Obviously. And um, it was wild. I mean, yeah, I went right to YouTube and looked for it. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. So it's there. It's wild. <clears throat> um, but yeah, that's that's what he said as far as like where the information is, is stored, yeah. stored in things. Yeah. Yeah, and, and when you're a pure vessel like that, you can learn to call that stuff in, and and really, um, so there there are there's an ancient practice that the Buddha um, taught to, and it kind of goes along with Wim Hof, like heating mm -hmm. up your body. Mm -hmm. Wim Hof does it with his adrenaline system and mm -hmm. shit, and with his breath work and mm -hmm. stuff. But I posted, actually, funny enough, today I posted something about if you doubt your power, you're powering your doubt, mm -hmm. and for me that means like. We don't truly understand how powerful we are to call things into our reality and, and attract things into our reality and different energies that we seek from this reality. And, um, man, I, I just, I don't know. I think it's really beautiful. And uh, it, it goes back to Jesus. If, if you're a Christian, like Jesus went out in the desert and like, it's where he connected with God, you know, he called the shots. Yeah. He knew what was going to happen. Yeah, dude. Yeah. You're completely surrendering to something that is greater than human man, mm -hmm. you know, and opening your vessel for that to work through you, mm -hmm. whether you call it God, whether you call it energy or the universe or the creator, whatever you want to call it, mm -hmm. there is something so much greater than us, mm -hmm. you know? So I don't know. We, you're powerful, man. Yeah. Or, or woman, <laughs> if you're yeah. listening, you know, mm -hmm. Don't don't doubt your power because we are infinite creators, and the moment we can get out of our own ways and, and start to learn some of these techniques as far as breathing and like just getting to the center of ourselves, mm -hmm. we can really truly create our reality. Mm -hmm. You know, so 
I heard a um, a really good story. I know you and you and I have both heard it, but I heard it in a different way the other day. The uh, Conor McGregor story about his manifestations and how he, I mean, he's a, calling fights. Yeah, oh yeah, he call, calling fights literally down to the second. Yeah, um, and how it's going to end and all kinds of stuff. So, um, so his sister got him into that. Um, he said he put it off for a long time. He's like, I'm it sounds not. like fifi, yeah, he's like foo foo, yeah. kind of bullshit, woo woo bullshit, exactly. Like, yeah, I mean, and then he said, um, I can't remember exactly what, like the switch flipped mm-hmm. and started doing it, started you know calling things into his life, um, and really just changed his mindset on it, yeah. you know, and really started believing in it, mm-hmm. um, and then everybody saw what happened. I mean, right. literally came from nothing, <clears throat> right? It's the king of the world. Yeah. I mean, at one point he ran, he ran the place. Yeah. Two belts at a time, you know? So, um, but yeah, he talks about the law of attraction and calling things in and we have a great um, episode on the law of attraction. If you're interested in learning more about that. Yeah. Which one was that? One of the universal laws. I don't know. It's labeled law of attraction in the title. Um, uh, did we have a guest? Uh, I'm not sure. I mean, we're, get, we we're getting we're getting upwards of seventy five episodes. It's yeah. kind of hard to remember every single one, but I know um, we started to touch on universal law. That's that's one big thing that you can learn about on YouTube again. Like mm-hmm. universal law is something that the ego will deny. Mm-hmm. Like the human analytical mind is like, oh, that's bullshit. Yeah. But if if you just give it a chance and you start to bring these different practices in your life, like visualization, we've talked about that. Mm-hmm. Um, creating your reality by saying okay i'm not going to pick up my phone as soon as i wake up i'm going to set the tone for my day within Mm -hmm. myself Mm -hmm. and create my day and not let facebook or yesterday or whatever it may be create my future i'm Mm going to do it right now Mm -hmm. and you you can start to call those things in using universal laws and man that's super powerful we'll go go back to that yeah we'll go back to we'll do another one yeah I, I would love that, man. That's that's like, I don't know. We'll Rest in peace, week. Bob Proctor. Bob Proctor died a, about a month ago now, but he was a, a huge one. On, Did he really? Yeah. Yeah, he died. Um, he was in his late 80s, but he was like one of the original. Well, I won't say original because no information is original. All the information is floating around us in the quantum field. Which is field. another mind blower could right? be another episode right so so your thoughts are never original it's just information that comes into your vessel mm-hmm. through the quantum field and what you are calling in and what you're putting out like mm-hmm. the law of reciprocation is another one what you're putting out you're receiving back mm-hmm. so if you're putting out negativity and gossip and all this shit it's going to come back to you come back so um just something to keep in mind yeah universal law look it up if you're listening and you're really trying to step into your own power and start to create your life universal laws is like like a scientific understanding Mm -hmm. to make the the totality of our reality into something tangible that you can put into practice Mm -hmm. like affirmations Mm -hmm. i am open and positive Mm -hmm. i am open and positive that was one of the biggest tools i used affirmations to change myself over the last five years and i still use them today for sure me too you I know you went and took an ice bath at the house. Mm-hmm. I know you saw all my affirmation, mm-hmm. dude. I fucking all over the mirror. I read them every day. Mm-hmm. I am a warrior of God. I am balanced. Mm-hmm. I am uh, joyful. I, mm-hmm. you know, and and I say those mm-hmm. every day. And and you start to embody them after so long, mm-hmm. you know. And it really helped me 
Yeah. But it's also one of the biggest things where I tell people, they're like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you can't just tell yourself that. It's like, okay, well. Yeah, well, guess what? You talk shit to yourself every day. Right. Yeah. Do you feel like shit? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know, but all of us kind of like, maybe some people don't, but like all of us kind of have this thing in our mind where we talk shit about ourselves. You know, like yeah. talk shit to yourself. Like if you can talk shit to yourself, you can talk good to yourself too. Yeah. I think everybody can relate to that. Yeah. Like, dude, you know, you've made a mistake or something like that. And you've been like, God, that was dumb. Yeah. You know, well, you can do that. So why wouldn't you say, God, I'm great. Right. You know? Yeah. Why not? Yeah. It's just like, and and then again, I had to realize that too. Like, if I'm saying one thing, then I could also say the other thing. Right. And it could have just as much power, if not more. Yeah. No, I think I think it's really beautiful the fact the example you gave because we all most of us do that where we talk negatively and then we wonder why all this negative shit is happening. Yeah, it's like well, let me sit and do a little bit of shadow work with uh, how I talk to myself mm-hmm. in my thoughts, mm-hmm. and then be like, oh shit, man, I'm constantly putting myself down or I'm constantly feeling guilty for my thoughts or my actions. It's like. What if you were proud of yourself? Mm-hmm. What if you got up and said, you are enough. Mm-hmm. I am enough mm-hmm. in the mirror yeah. over and over. Mm-hmm. So to think about it, like I think our education system and, and the way our society is set up, we're, we're taught like we're storage units, like a, like a hard drive. Mm-hmm. You just got to remember shit. Yeah. You just got to remember shit. Mm-hmm. But really, in my perspective, we are processors. And if we learn to process and keep the flow state open, we can continue to call in the information that we need at mm-hmm. that moment. And that whether you say, oh, that's God, like coming through a pure vessel, or you say, I'm calling using the learn- universal law of attraction to bring in this information that I seek, you're basically tuning into a, a frequency mm-hmm. that you choose. Mm-hmm. So whether you call it God or energy, whatever you call it, you can tap into that by staying open mm-hmm. and not judging and letting those things block your processing ability. Mm-hmm. You don't have to remember all the shit. You're you're going to be able to recall it if you stay open. Yeah, it'll come back to you. Mm-hmm. Promise, promise, man. It it'll come back. And and usually when we get our quietest is when it does come. Exactly. That's why meditation is so powerful. Mm-hmm. It's because it's you know some some people look at it like even myself and I was like well. What, you're not doing anything. That's right. That's the point. That's the whole fucking <laughs> that's point. That's the point. Yeah. You're not doing anything. Right. Like there's literally no um, uh, possibility of a distraction to get you away from tuning into your highest power. Yeah. Which is yourself. Right. And God, or what, like you said, whatever you call it. Yeah. You know, the answers come. You just got to be, you just got to be quiet enough. Impatient. Impatient. It yeah, takes work. Persistent. It take yeah, persistent. Boom. Takes takes a it's, lot of work. Yeah, that's anything that so if you've experienced any amount of success in your life and you reflect on what brought that success, it was consistent action. Mm-hmm. Consistent action. Mm-hmm. Consistent action. Consistent action. Consistent action. Mm-hmm. You know. So I mean, granted there are some maybe not. I don't know. Some overnight success, but sure. but then even if you look at overnight success, there's years of like behind the scenes yeah. thoughts and visual vis, yeah. visualizations and yeah, you know some successes and overnight. That's yeah. silly. Some 
Yeah, but we fall victim to that because right. that's kind of what we see. Yeah, that's the only thing we see. Yeah, it's we like, well, this person came out of nowhere. It's yeah. like, well, they've been actually visualizing this for 10 fucking years mm-hmm. and putting steps into place to become whatever, whatever. Whatever it is. Right. Right. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, it didn't just happen. Right. You know, there's, there's all kinds of work being done in shadows. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, even even Jesus went out into the desert to get clear with himself, and that's where he ended up connecting with with higher source, and you know. And he he knew, basically, I'm going to drop it down in like some layman's terms, but he knew his boys were going to basically talk shit about him, try to persecute him. He knew it was going to happen. Yeah, and that's how he found all that out, right? Like he went out and meditated. Uh, you know, I wouldn't say they were his boys, but uh, the people that were opposed to the power he was bringing to the people. Yeah. Uh, the power of going against the ego, essentially. Like, yeah. I think a lot of religious scripture scripture is metaphorical. Yeah. You know, I don't think, for me, I don't think Jesus was trying to come back and be like, worship and follow me. It's like, hey, this is a path where you can save yourself. Yeah. You know, I'm not the savior. I saved myself and now I'm going to live authentically. And he spoke out against the, the church and, and mm. went to the church and flipped the tables of the people that were gambling and selling shit. And huh. it's like, the, how dare you bring this to the, to our father's house? You mm. know, essentially like it, it, a lot of the deadly sins, I would say like greed and lust. And I don't know. I, I think it, I think the story of, of Jesus is, is really powerful testament to our own innate, god-given ability Mm -hmm. to free ourselves of the the worry and the stress and by sitting quiet with Mm ourselves by stripping ourselves of human need Mm -hmm. you know yeah which in his day was a little easier he didn't have cell phones that could connect you to it right dude jesus ain't (laughs) driving around in a ferrari bro (laughs) right um jesus tell me how tight a ferrari is right (laughs) you might be driving one in heaven dude you never know Oh man! Speaking of, since we're on religious scripture today, uh, as we were thinking about topics, it's something that came to my heart. That's uh, there's been a few people to reach out to me as of late to say, "Hey, I, I just need some guidance. I just need like a plan of action to to find myself again." And uh, I'm reading this book. It's called Leadership Success in Ten Minutes a Day. It's just a quick, short read on different aspects of discovering yourself honestly because if you don't have any leadership role in your life you're not a boss you're not mom you're not dad you are the one leading your life Mm -hmm. so to say oh i'm not really a leader that's bullshit you're leading your life so uh it's all tangible stuff that you can put into your life and today's was about worry and i thought it was like so fitting because i have people that are around me that are in a place of worry and uh, i just wanted to share um, a letter actually from the Bible. Hold on one second. <clears throat> but it was a, a letter from the Apostle Paul. <clears throat> Excuse me. It says, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God your needs and don't forget to thank him for your answers. If you do this, you'll experience God's peace, which is far more wonderful than any human mind can understand. His peace will keep your thoughts and your hearts quiet and at rest as you trust in Jesus Christ. And now, brothers, 
As I close this letter, let me say this one more thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true and good and right. Think about the things that are pure and lovely and dwell on the fine, good things in others. Think about all you can praise in God for praise God for and be glad about. Keep putting into practice all that you've learned from me and saw me doing, and God's peace will be with you. And that's from the Philippians. It's like, oh man. You know, and again, if you're not religious, change the word God into universe. What you know, whatever your understanding greater is, because I for me in my past, when I've heard religious stuff, it's rubbed me the wrong way because mm-hmm. I'm not super religious and it kind of triggered a lot of stuff from my childhood where I saw most of the religious people in my life being hypocritical as shit. So yeah. <laughs> it's something that I've had to deal with, but uh, I've come to find a deeper understanding with scripture and, and what I deem the meaning of all of it is, mm-hmm. you know, and that, it, that will be different from your meaning mm-hmm. and your meaning and your meaning. And, you know, so take it for what you will. But I think, that was a beautiful testament to the episode we we were having for sure. And, and it's like, you know, f- focus on the positive. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean you're going to always have positive shit because mm-hmm. you got to learn lessons. Mm-hmm. If everything went right every day, you would never fucking learn. <laughs> you wouldn't learn. You, you'd be stagnant. So, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. You, you'd just be like a, it's like a flat pond. Yeah. Just mm. stagnant. Stags. You know, it grows in flat ponds, bacteria and disease. Ew. Yeah. So the moment you stop growing, the moment you start your own dying process. So whatever it, whatever you feel makes you grow, keep seeking. Keep seeking. Keep seeking. So That's a good one, man. I, um, I'm happy to know that some people have been reaching out to you. you, you thank you, brother. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, I almost dodged that. <laughs> like, ah, dismiss. You know, we talked about that too yeah. in the past. Like, I'm I'm bad with taking positive words towards me, but <clears throat> yeah. you know, it, it feels good, and it for me, it's confirmation that I'm on my right path. Yeah, you know that I'm trusted to to help these people. You know? Being a leader, man. Thank you, brother. You know, yeah, been a leader for a long time. Yeah, man. You know, yeah, for sure, man. Long For time sure. later. Um, Many lifetimes. Mm, yeah, so when you said that, it made me happy. I'm like, cool. That's yeah. awesome, man. And people are reaching out. Yeah. That, you know, because that takes a, I mean, it takes takes a, a lot. A, well, it takes a lot to first off reach out. But secondly, to portray that to somebody. Like, hey, you can reach out to me. Yeah. It's cool. Like, yeah. It'll be fine. I'll help you. Yeah. And I'll whatever. celebrate you. Yeah. yeah, and whatever you got. Yeah. I'll help. So what do you yeah, got? Yeah, and, and one guy just said, hey, call me when you're getting ready to run because I want to start running. Nuh-uh. Yeah. Nice. I said, all right, That's say no more. So. Mm, reminds me of a David Goggins story. Yeah. Yeah. Share, please. Yeah, where Goggins is like, had this person uh, want to run with him. Yeah. And he said, okay, uh, we'll run. So we're going to run 15 today. And uh, I can't remember the whole story, but the day came. And it was raining, and the person called him and was like, hey, it's raining. Like, I'm not trying to go. And he was like, okay, like, I'm going to run it today, and then we'll run 15 tomorrow, too. So I'll meet you in the same place tomorrow. So yeah. he went ahead, and, went ahead and ran the 15. Of course he was going to run anyway. And then went back the next day, got the other 15 in. It's like, dude, that guy doesn't have an excuse at yeah. all. None. Right. 
that's crazy but <laughs> yeah it made me think of that story like okay well let's roll let's get it let's let's go <clears throat> uh that's cool man yeah i love that hey you did that for me once upon a time before i I wasn't running, and then I just saw you getting out there and hammering every day and running consistently. It's like shit. Yeah, I need I need something like that back yeah. in my life, yeah. you know. Because I was playing baseball, but that's not the most physically active sport. Lifting weights a couple times a week, but I needed some consistency. And I, I I heard some I heard like a little bit of sports science the other day, and I thought it was interesting about. Um, I don't know if this is true or not, but like it made sense to me, like. Um, working out mm-hmm. kind of helps with with anger, yeah, and um, a, uh, like aerobic stuff, like running, yeah, uh, stuff like that. Uh, cardio um, is good for anxiety and depression. Yeah, man. I'm like huh. moving yeah, energy. Yeah, man, yeah that, we've that talked sense. about that before. Yeah, and um, and even for me, like I don't lift too many weights, but when I do, um, I do feel the exact same thing that this person said. It was like. When I start to lift weights, I almost feel the anger come through me. Yeah, in a healthy manner. And then exit me. Yeah. Like as I'm pushing, you know, weights or pulling or whatever, he's like, I could literally feel it come it's through primal. me and then exit me. It's like I'm better for the day. Yeah. Um, it was really good podcast uh, with Rogan, Michael Schellenberger. Mm-hmm. Um, he's running for the governor of California, which... Um, when he takes over, I think he's going to do some really good things for, for California. I don't live there, obviously. Uh, don't know anything about it besides the homeless population. Yeah, it's bad. Bad. Which he has put into plan, and they have they talked about it on Rogan's thing. It was so fascinating that I ended up watching a documentary about homelessness and how bad it is um, and why. And what, what is, what's happened? You know, how did it get this bad? Um, well, in San Francisco and other places in California, they have this thing called radical compassion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I yeah. Made me, it <laughs> yeah. made me giggle. Go ahead. Yeah, it's fine. You know, because I did too. I'm like, okay, what's radical compassion? Because you hear that word a lot, radical, you know? Yeah. It's like this new Extreme, thing. Extreme. Yeah. Extreme, radical, the left, right, whatever. So... Um, so I heard that and I was like, well, what has happened? So basically they have allowed this to happen to where they feel that. And again, I get it, but like, this is going to happen obviously, but like where they feel people feel like that, you know, humans should have a place to live, which they should. Right. Um, but in a, like a community, you can't have that. You can't have like a, a neighborhood and then have um um what's it called the worst one in the world i just looked it up uh skid row okay so skid row is the part in california this neighborhood that is just open drug market like you can use there you can basically do anything you want yeah um People don't shower, you know, they don't have any, they're not clean, nothing. There's no structure. There's yeah, no structure, right. no nothing. It's right in the middle of downtown LA. Yeah. It's crazy. Have you, have you ever seen it? I have, I've seen video. I've never seen it in person. I've seen video. Oh my God. Yeah. It is what tents lined up all the way it's down like the, the street. Whole tent city. Yeah. Tent city. So 
I watched that and um, wow. So they have let let they've let it happen and it got out of control. And so now he's going to put a stop to it. What he's doing is building, because that's what they're going to have to do, is building like hotel style buildings and housing people. Yeah. You have to make like certain amount of requirements. Like you got to, you know, go see counseling and stuff like this and get on medication and, you know, and really take a comprehensive approach to it. Yeah. But they're going to start housing people. Great. Right. Because I think it might have been like an exaggeration. Um, he might have just been being facetious, Rogan, at this time. But like, I think it's going to like cost less than actually what they're putting into the budget now. Yeah. And what's happening is absolutely nothing. Because the people that are in charge of that make a gigantic salary. Oh, I would imagine. So guess what? If there's no homelessness, they don't have jobs. Right. So their job is essentially to continue it. Right. Of course. But not this guy. This guy seems a whole lot different. But I hope it, it works out. I hope so too. To man. get people to help, not yeah. to take their homes away, but yeah. to get, get well, people to help. Yeah, they'll get a home. You know what right. I'm saying? Like they'll get a place to stay and that's that's his whole plan is, you know, building some, things. Some people won't be able or willing to meet those requirements to yep. stay in those places. So yep. they'll just be relocated. That's just an unfortunate it's gonna reality. Happen. Yeah. Yeah. But that's good. I mean, I think they the pendulum did swing too far with the radical compassion. Like, yeah, of course, everybody deserves that. Of course. Yeah. Absolutely. For and, sure. And we should share our abundance. Yeah. And, and free counseling should be a part of it. And But some of those people are so far gone, they don't they can't put together a comprehensive thought Nothing. to even start to fill those requirements, mm-hmm. unfortunately, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah. They interviewed some of the people and it was, it was sad. Yeah, man. I mean, they're gone. They're completely, um, it's not all like, but it's not all like this idea of like people who have just let their life go. You know, it's like one guy that was like a cab driver on the, you know, like driving people around or whatever. He's like trying to, you know, console with one of these people and they're like, you know, and he's telling the truth, man. Like, you know, some people out there, you know, literally live paycheck to paycheck. A lot of our a society, of us, man. You know, I mean, yeah. <clears throat> raising my hand, like if you can't see me, which is only Chad. Um, <laughs> oh, you know, he had his hand raised. So, so you know, what I'm saying it's like, you know, I missed two paychecks. Yeah, bankruptcy. We're in a whole world of hurt. Yeah, you know. So it's like gave me good perspective, right? But see, but see, even then, you would be willing to and able to take the steps yeah. to go ahead and file that bankruptcy and get some relief right. and get. Some, I mean, there are there are avenues out there to help people for sure. The education on the awareness of the the programs that are out there, like you know, uh, again, you, you would never be in that situation because you're willing to take the steps right. to stay out of that situation, right? You right. know, but. Unfortunately, hard, people are attached to drugs and being taken care of from the government or not being taken care of from the government. Dude, these people look like they were far from being taken care of. Yeah, because you can only take care of yourself, right? True. I mean, the government agent's not going to come down and bathe you every day and nah, tell you dude, to stop smoking were, crack. They were definitely not doing that. Right. That's for sure. Yeah. It's sad, man. It's sad that people get to that state, but. But it is, and um, 
and I think he's going to do a good job of trying to help people out. So that made me feel optimistic about it. Yeah. It's cool. I hope it works out. I do too. Cause I don't want to see anybody suffer. Right. You know, you know, you know, it's something strange that just speaks to different societies is, is, is we look at people that live that way in LA as like, Oh man, that's horrible. But there are people all over the world that live that way that are so happy. And so mm-hmm. like, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. small community, like, so it's like the, the light aspect of being a minimalist, like not having a Ferrari and not, ha- or even a paycheck, Really, but like living off the land and, and relying on your community, you mm-hmm. know, and that's a totally different type of society. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's just interesting. I don't know really where I was going with that, but it's really interesting to see that. And it does seem like there's some sort of unity. Like in camps, in those like communities. That. yeah, in those communities. I mean, yeah. they love. I mean, obviously, they love it there, right? <laughs> so, yeah, <you> know, but <laughs> for reasons to be unseen, I guess. But yeah, yeah, I don't know, but it's it's a problem in some places, and um, I'm glad to to see that somebody's going to do something about it, and um, not that it affects me, but I just think it's a matter of like this radical compassion thing yeah um no balance there is no balance right and i uh had someone reach out to me recently um and i don't i don't really think they weren't they weren't asking me for words of advice monetary value of things yeah and um like bro you're you're barking up the wrong tree yeah (laughs) like that <laughs> no money for you right and um but i gave him a piece of advice anyways you know i said i'll always be here to pray for you right i will always listen to you i don't care what it is mm-hmm. this person's part of my family yeah and um i was like dude i'll, I'll always listen to you and i'll always pray for you and that comment wasn't taken very well yeah and i get it right and in a place of where this person is pretty sure that was the last thing that they wanted to hear yeah but like i told myself many years ago i told them no one is coming to save you right no one nope only yourself that's Mm it i asked a simple question i said you know who David Goggins is? <laughs> they yeah. said no. I left it at that. Yeah. See if that. I bet they will. They're like, who the fuck is this? Quick Google search. Like, why the fuck is he asking me if I know who David Goggins is? I, I, I know the seed you're planting. Maybe they'll figure it out. Hopefully. Keeps coming back, though. You know? Yeah. I mean, even after that and, yeah. you know, some other words and posts <laughs> that were made and it's just like jesus yeah but take uh, the wheel take the wheel <laughs> um but yeah man so you know i didn't have radical compassion for him you know i really don't have time for that um it's not gonna work either yeah. you want you want me to give you some money what's that gonna do right you're just gonna go right back again and ask for money again right I'm trying to teach you how to fish bro Right. You're going to eat a lot longer. Amen. So, that's kind of my thing. Church. 
Yeah, it was nice. Yeah. Oh, hear our boy in there. Yeah. Mickey. Mickey. He's like, <laughs> he yeah. Let, he let out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <clears throat> you know, what a what a really beautiful episode for not really coming together and, and putting our heads together on mm-hmm. what topic we're going to talk about. It's turned out to be a really beautiful one. It always fucking does. I know. I know. Always does, man. Of course it does, man. Always you know, I get, does. I get a lot of compliments on how well you and I interact, and like me too. Like, who who is the guy you do it with? I'm like, oh, that's my best friend. They're like, no can shit. Tell. I could tell. Yeah. It's not just like a business partner that we're trying to create something. And I think that's that's know, the best thing about it, right? That's the best thing about it. Yeah, it makes it easy. Mickey agrees. <laughs> Mickey definitely <laughs> agrees with that. That's the best thing about it, though, because that's what you know. That's kind of like how Rogan got so big. Yeah, there's no like it's a hobby. It's not. You know, there's, there's no agenda, right? There's no, you know, of course, like we want more listeners and we want to get our name out there and stuff like that. But it's like there's nobody telling us what to do, right? You know, mm-hmm. there's nobody. This isn't a big thing. We do it ourselves. It's cool. Yeah. We're we're two guys with some information. Yeah, and people relate some to that. Light. Yeah, some light and some shadows. Yeah, yeah, both. <laughs> <laughs> and um and i think that's you know you can go to college you can get this knowledge you can learn how to do math you can do all this whatever but like you you can't learn life unless you live it right and we've done that yeah and still will and still are and have so much more life to go amen but i think that's what makes us so unique and genuine and no matter like what the topic is or whatever we just have a conversation yep boom flow state baby so i uh i love that i love you and i love you too i uh i love the the back and forth Mm -hmm. it's great it is it's gonna keep getting better indeed just getting started right wrote it on the uh wrote it on my board up there um in the kitchen jsg put one month jsg here we go yep may 1st flying piggy yeah you know, on that Christmas gift you got me, there's a little flying pig on there. Yes, there is. And it says, nothing's impossible. That's right, man. Did we know we were going to do the race before? Uh, I know you had talked about it. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I was running at that point. I didn't think I was going to do it at that point. I'll tell you that because I was only a month out from my injury. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, up until just... The, about a month ago, I didn't know if I was going to do it. So, so yeah, we. Um, I know we've touched on it in the last couple of episodes, but the ice baths are getting even better. You were out of town this weekend. I headed over to your place and did an ice bath in your bath, Yeah, which you have a giant tub, and yeah. that was awesome. So that was a whole different level for yeah. me. Um, get your get your organs involved there. Oh, man. Just your legs. Man, there was some crazy <laughs> stuff going on in my head. And um, I, I, I watched the video again today and um, it looked like I was like a little kid or something like you were powering through it. Oh boy. <laughs> and um, Jesus. Um, but yeah, so I, yeah, they're, they're getting so much better. That one was five minutes. Um, and um, you know, it's funny. I had, I had someone reach out to me about that. Mm. and um, a couple people actually which has been some great conversation back and forth people know who Wim Hof is they do cold showers because of it like it's just been back and forth one person said this 
I was really surprised by it. They said, um, you don't, uh, not a whole lot of ice in there. <laughs> yeah. it, the whole water was covered with ice. Yeah. So. Uh, Calling you out. Oh, yeah. You got to get two 22 pound bags. I said, okay. <laughs> All right, dick. All right. Um, <laughs> so I made sure to explain the whole process to him. Yeah. In a giant paragraph. All right. And, uh, and it was funny because I, I pressed send. It was a huge paragraph explaining the whole thing. And I don't know what happened, but for some reason, my phone didn't have service at that point. Yeah. And I was like, dude, this person has to read this. Yeah. So I don't know what's going on with this text message thing, but I'm going to take a picture of the text message because I couldn't copy it or nothing. It was weird. Yeah. I couldn't copy it. I couldn't delete it. Nothing. Yeah. It was just sitting there. So I was like, I'm going to take a picture of it and try to send that. Yeah. <laughs> Did that. And, um, and it eventually sent, but I was like, nah, this person's got to read this. Um, because it was a whole process. Yeah. It was like, dude, I did breathing. I don't have an ice, like, thing, trough, trough right. at my house or something. Right. Like, so I went, I, I described every detail. Like, it was, right. yeah. There's plenty of ice in there, dude. Was, you get in that tub. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> it was a 22-pound bag. I used breath work for five minutes. You do the math on that one. Like, right. it's cold water. It's going to melt. Right. It was cold. Yeah. It's just funny though, man. It's just like, bro, that's what you got to say. Haters gonna hate, man. Haters gonna hate, man. <laughs> that's what you got to say, dude. Right. Okay. Yeah, you keep so, the conversation to yourself next yeah. time, brother. So, yeah, <laughs> interesting, man. Yeah. Goes love, to show what people focus on. Love you, man. If you're listening, um, I'll still help you out with whatever you need. So right. Hit me up. And you can come get in my tub with a 22-pound bag of ice so yeah. we can see if, yeah. and I told, if it's enough ice for you. I told that person, too, which I'm gonna, I am going to do. Um, I'm going to invest in a deep freezer yeah, and um, just have a permanent ice bath yeah, all the time. Regulated temperature. Oh, yeah. And there will be no ice in that. Right. <laughs> so what but it will still be 34 What are we going to do then? Right. <laughs> That's funny. It was awesome though, man. I had a good, I had a good time. I've been making that my Saturday night activities is uh breath work and um and an ice bath, either Saturday or Sunday, and I've done it for the last three weeks. So nice, man. Yep. So thank you. Yes, sir. It's all you. Yes, sir. It's all you. So you're. No, right I wasn't now. in the tub with you. Well, no. I know what you. <laughs> I know what you mean. Thank you. That's brother. the second time you've referenced that, man. What being, being in the, in tub, the together? tub together? <laughs> Maybe we'll do a What's video up, like dude? that. We're both in the ice bath now. Is there enough ice in here now? <laughs> dude, it was so awesome. And then I tried to take a shower in your shower. I couldn't figure it out. I could, there was like nineteen knobs. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I noticed when I got in the shower today, it was on ice cold. I'm like, did he take an ice cold shower and an ice cold bath? Dude, I couldn't figure it out. Yeah. Okay, so don't touch the temperature one. You just touch the. The wall. Yeah. I know. I had never seen a temperature one in a shower. Yeah. I'm like, dude, it's got to go all the way to the left. It's got to be hot. Yeah. yeah. And um, Chad has a sick, Chad and Bernie have a sick shower. There's like 27 <laughs> heads in it. One yeah. comes up from the bottom. One comes at, the, at your stomach. Yeah. One from above. Two, like at your head. Yeah. Like every <laughs> part of your body is going to get just drenched. It's, it's, I'm very blessed. Fucking awesome. Very, very blessed with the life that we get to live, brother. 
Yeah, it was cool. So had a good time. Glad you enjoyed it. And that's part of the abundance that we love to share is our space is anybody's space within reason. I mean, you can't camp out in my backyard. I was going to say, what about, hey, call some people right now. I'll give you a few weeks in my backyard. But after that, it'll be a little weird. I got kids and shit. Backyard is pretty cool. (laughs) Yeah. Come sit by the fire. That's for sure. Yeah, you can do that. That's for sure. Can't wait for those nights. I know. I know. Soon. Soon. The weather's breaking. What a great episode, man. You got anything in closing? Um, Take that mental health day. Amen. I think that's the title. Mental health day. Fire. Fire. Fire in a boof. Oh, man. I haven't listened to that guy in a while. Yeah. I need to go back. And yeah, he's got some heaters on boof. there. Um, damn, what's that guy? What's the <clears> DJ's name? I don't know. Some, was he from Great Britain or something? Yeah. Just yeah. just look up Fire in a Booth on, with an F. Oh yeah, on YouTube. You'll find him. He's good. He's got some, man, them dudes can rap. Yeah. It's different because their accent, but them dudes can rap. They still got bars. They got bars. Yep. <clears throat> well, all of you beautiful listeners out there still tuning in to our light at the round table. Thank you for another week with us. And um, just like always, if you ever need anything, whether it's an ear or whatever reach out and if we don't have the resources maybe we can uh put our heads together and come up with something so we love you guys very much and it is a wrap everything's already all right always all right